Have you heard of the biopharmaceutical complex? Well, Putin stepped down as president of Russia. Is America blacklisting Jews? And medical professionals are using digital diagnosis codes for people who didn't get the clot shot. All of this and more today on The End Time Show. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. As you heard, we've got a number of things to talk about today. It's going to be an exciting show. And you need to hear about the prophecy perspective of these crazy things happening around the world. So we are going to give it to you. But before we do, Doug, there's two quick announcements we need to make. Number one, uh, Dave is going to be in Houston, Texas on January 21st and 22nd. He and Jana will be traveling there to host a conference at 6 p.m. on Saturday, 11 a.m. on Sunday. He's doing a brand new lesson on that Saturday night session on understanding the end time. It's an overview of the new 14 lesson series that's coming out uh, here very, very soon. So if you're in the Houston area, make plans to be there. You can learn more about the event at endtime.com slash events or give us a call 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463. Also, we have been banned from YouTube. <laughs> Imagine that. What, what did you say this time, Doug? I don't know. There's no telling. I try to hold back as much as I can, but, you know, sometimes. It wasn't me, though, was it? It wasn't you. No. It's it all Dave's fault this time. <laughs> there you go. It's Dave's fault. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've, we've got another strike from YouTube. So, uh, unfortunately, we are not able to stream or upload at all for the next week. I don't know when that week started. It might have been yesterday. But, nonetheless, uh, if you're looking for us on YouTube, we will not be there for new uploads uh, for the next week. And we're finding this to be more and more of a problem where we got to kind of walk on eggshells to stay on uh, websites like this. Uh, many have asked about Rumble. We've had a Rumble account for a very long time. We've just never utilized it entirely. Some of that, uh, there's, there's a number of reasons for that. But nonetheless, uh, we're also on end of the age. Excuse me. It's End Time Plus now. Yes. Uh, we are on End Time Plus, which is our streaming service. It's similar to Netflix, as you all mostly are aware. You can check that out at watch.endtime.com. All of these daily shows are there for totally free. You don't even have to sign up for anything. You can watch them for free every single day, on demand, 24-7. But we also offer some additional content there. In fact, it's basically everything that we've ever created on video that is still active uh, is on End Time Plus. So you can watch Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ. That's 21 lessons. You can go binge watch it all weekend long if you'd like. Uh, 21 lessons um, uh, looking chapter by chapter in the book of Revelation. Irvin Baxter, it's the last series that he made. Understanding the end times there and many, many other. There are literally hundreds of hours, perhaps thousands of hours of content available on End Time Plus at watch.endtime.com. YouTube can't ban us there. So you have no concern of censorship and we frequently do exclusive content that's only available there and uh, we've actually got some um, plans for that coming up uh, before March so Doug's going to be doing a brand new lesson can't wait for that Dave's going to be doing a brand new lesson 
And Vince is going to be And I guess I will be, too, unless, unless you guys just, you know, run with it, and maybe I can just kind of hide what I might do. But I don't, No, there's no. no chance of that. All right. Well, nonetheless, <laughs> we've got some exclusive content coming to End Time Plus in the coming month, so be sure to check that out. And again, we won't be on YouTube for about a week, but... Is America blacklisting Jews, Doug? Like, that's going to be one of the stories that we talk about today. Mm -hmm. That sounds crazy. Yes, it does. And especially, I mean, right now and what's going on in the world, I mean, we thought with uh, our last administration that we were gro growing closer with the Jewish people and uh, things were happening there. And now we see uh, it's starting to look like we're more against some of the things that are happening in Israel than we used to be. So well, and, but even even Biden, the Biden administration has not been unfriendly to Israel, as far as I'm aware. Is that fair? Well, they really haven't given Israel much uh, attention at all. Really, I mean, when you think about it, they hadn't done a whole lot. Well, he had a lot to build on, uh, but he's been more involved with you know the things that are going on in Ukraine and things like that. So and and then you know he's got a few things happening right now. So. He, he does. He doesn't have a lot of time to give a lot of attention to Israel, I don't think. True. And th this story that we're going to highlight too, Doug, this, this is specifically talking about Jews that live in a spe specific area of Israel. Mm -hmm. and, and because they live in this area and because of perhaps some of their actions, uh, they might not be able to get visas to get into the United States. Right. Is that a fair overview? That is. Yeah, now, that's absolutely correct. The interesting part of that is there's like literally scripture that talks about the Jews that will be living in these areas that this this article highlights. Absolutely it does. It's that specific area. Yeah. And so we're going to explain that more uh, after the break. But also this Putin stepping down thing, we've been talking about this for months that... Um, in order for Russia to be part of this world government bear that Revelation tells us about, mm -hmm. it has the feet of the bear. Right. So for since Putin is not in line with this world government, he would have to step down or something else, just not be in power, whatever right. that would mean. Yes. And now there's rumor that he is picking out someone to replace him. Yeah, it's very interesting because you're absolutely right. I mean, we've talked about it a lot, and it's it's been talked about by some of our senators as well. I mean, they talked about people rising up in Russia and, and taking their leader out, which, you know, a lot of people uh, found shocking that uh, it was actually Lindsey Graham that said it. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's been this idea around for a long time that he is not playing ball with the world government. He's not playing ball with the U.N., with NATO. And so uh, in order for the bear to move into the position to be the feet of that one world government beast, uh, we're going to have to see something change. And this could be that change. We've talked about it, like you said, throughout the year, uh, that that might be the change that has to happen to get uh, Russia to line up with the one world government. Now, we talked about um, things to expect this year. One of those was not the Battle of Armageddon, but it was right. World War III. Mm -hmm. And we weren't suggesting that was going to happen, but we had evidence that it was going to happen in 23, but it certainly could. Mm -hmm. And the Russia-Ukraine conflict has obviously been the hot topic for a year. Yeah. Um, what would that do if, if, if Putin stepped down? How would that... Well, uh, I mean, if he, if he steps down, he ends the war with Ukraine... Uh, what we might see is we might just see the Russian Federation there, Russia, 
really begin to come into talks with NATO, to talks with the UN, uh, and and see it, you know, have peace with their neighbors that they definitely don't have right now. Uh, I don't know what it's going to take for him to do this. If he's really going to pick a, a predecessor, you would think, well, he's picking somebody that thinks like he does. You know, kind of like the Pope has been lining up these cardinals to think like he thinks. So sure. I don't know how big of a difference it'll make at this point. We'll just have to watch. All right, we'll dive into that and more on the other side of the break. We're taking your calls. We'd love to hear your perspective. Give us a call, 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We will be right back after this break. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself, you are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is, that's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com slash future or call 800 in time. That's 800-363-8463. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Again, we're taking your calls, 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Do want to remind you that YouTube has banned us for a week. They didn't like something that we said. Uh, they they alleged that it's medical misinformation. Uh, that occurred several weeks ago, and they've just decided to give us a strike, and therefore we cannot stream live on YouTube, and we cannot upload to YouTube. We cannot do anything on YouTube except for see our account. And so uh, for about a week, we will not be able to be there. So if you are looking for us, you're not going to find anything new. So you'll just have to stick with Facebook or endtime.com or our uh, streaming service, Endtime Plus, of course, at watch.endtime.com. All right, Doug, so uh, we're talking today about a number of different things. Uh, the title of the show is America Blacklisting Jews. We're going to get into what in the world that's about, but before we do, we wanted to talk about 
Putin stepping down as the Russian president. We were talking about that a little bit, and of course now there's a story out that's saying that uh, he has admitted that he will be uh, not he he will not be eyeing a 2024 election, and he will have a, a successor picked to replace him before this year is mm -hmm. finished. So 2023, we're going to know who the future president of Russia will be. Could that yeah. person be the Antichrist? Well, yeah, I mean, that person could be. I mean, we're, we're going to have to, like I said, we'll have to watch and see if Vladimir Putin even does this. Uh, you know, there was articles today that was talking about the fact that if Russia loses this ground war, it's just a, a regular war that they're having with the Ukraine. If they lose that or if they get in the, the position where it looks as though they're going to lose this war, that they would use nuclear weapons. And so we've heard that being tossed about as well. People have been saying that. So, uh, you know, I don't know for sure if Vladimir Putin will really step down, but we do have information. You know, there's a video from a general who uh, was in the NATO forces mm -hmm. and he seems to know and, and have good information to go on. And so, uh, you know, uh, do we have the video? We absolutely do. Yeah, this is uh, Brigadier General Holt, who is a dep deputy United States military representative to the North Atlantic Trans or Treaty Organization, and he uh, supports the military uh, representative of the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And so, this man should know what he's talking about <laughs> here. And this is actually a clip from Newsmax. Well, let's check it out. All right. Wild changes that could be coming in the near future after reports that Russian President Vladimir Putin could be stepping down at some point in the not-so-distant future. For more on this, let's welcome in retired Air Force Brigadier General Newsmax contributor Blaine Holt. General Holt, good to see you. Good to see you. Good morning. Um, so I want to get your take on this. So the reports kind of started over the weekend. Uh, Newsmax had a lengthy write-up on this. Uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin will retire later this year. Putin would likely endorse a potential successor before retiring to his palatial estate near the Black Sea. Um, Again, apparently he's going to do this because things aren't going well in Ukraine. He doesn't want to see a coup where he's thrown out of power. What, what are you hearing, General? Do you buy this? Uh, I do buy that he's looking for a personal off-ramp for himself. Let's remember the rules of thugs and tough guys and totalitarian dictators. You had better pick your successor, and you had better pick someone who you think will protect your interests and allow you to live a retirement life. Otherwise, you could find yourself uh, retiring in a much more meaningful way. So um, he's probably got some ideas about who those people would be. We hear quite a lot about Patrushev's son, who is the minister of uh, agriculture. But it's it it, it it's going to be very surprising if he gets to pick his own successor, because right now the inner circle is in tatters. There's a lot of disarray and disagreement. And there are a lot of rivals who used to be friends who are looking at that seat as well. All right, and take it for what it's worth, uh, the Daily Mail, who was one of many reporting this, they said that Putin would try to negotiate an end to the war in Ukraine before formally stepping down. Uh, again, it's the Daily Mail. I'll tell you what, though, they've been right a lot of the time. Let's go through some of the names here. Um, so these are these are the loyalists that, that could be next in line to take over as, as leader in Russia. Uh, the mayor of Moscow, who apparently is really close with uh, Putin, Sergei Saboyninin, um, Prime Minister Mikhail uh, 
Mischin, who you and I have talked about, um, and Putin's own deputy chief of staff, Dmitry Kuzak. Um, is, is this a situation where any of these are better options for U.S.-Russian relations, or are these all worse than Vladimir Putin, the old devil you know versus the devil you don't? Yeah, so our intel community will have better profiles on these folks, but even with the intel workups that the CIA does on these types of uh, uh, people, um, you're never really going to know, Rob, until they're actually in the seat, because in Russian politics, you have to keep your own counsel. You can't really be out there espousing what you espouse. You have to keep it all to yourself. So. Um, we do know that if we got a Prigozhin, who's the Wagner Group chief, or if we got uh, Patrushev Sr., we'd probably be in worse shape than we would be with Putin. But the likely person to take the seat, not even his own inner circle is going to know where they're going to come down on things. There probably is going to be an opportunity in all cases to end the war with whoever we get, because they're going to be inheriting a Russian economy that's in tatters, an isolated uh, uh, country. Uh, that is left out of the world community. And there'll be very great incentives for a new leader to try to wrap this up. Yeah, in a war that has been a disaster for Russia and has been going on now for 11 months. Uh, we'll mark one year of this war uh, late next month. Um, what do you make of the timing? When do you think, if this does happen, and I feel like we've talked about this so many times, but we know Putin's up for re-election, if you want to call it a re-election in 2024. <laughs> yeah. Would this happen uh, closer to 2024, or you would expect this to happen, you know, now as as Russia tries to negotiate an end to this war? I, I think we're in the sunset of the Putin career and era. I think that uh, probably wow. within the next six months, this is going to be resolved of some sort. There's a lot of there's a lot to be determined on that battlefield that'll probably push this one way or the other. I'm very concerned yet that with uh, the appointment of Valery Gerasimov, that general coming down to Ukraine himself to run the war, that means he's going to have special authorities for much more lethality and weaponry. And so there's there's a lot more to come in, yeah. in, in the days ahead. Yeah, and again, the names maybe not important right now. We'll learn more about these people if this does become serious. But the big headline, Vladimir Putin could be stepping down, um, which would be huge, huge news. So one of the things he said there that was very interesting is he said whoever inherits the office um, will inherit the fact that they've been cast out of the world community. Mm. So that's what we're looking at. That's why what you said before about the prophecies about the one world government and the feet of the bear, that's why this is, is very eye-catching because uh, we knew that something like this would have to happen to get them back in the graces of the one world government because they will be one of the leading forces at the Battle of Armageddon or what we also know is Gog and Magog War. Uh, we know Russia is very much involved in that and they will be the driving military force for it, it appears. And so, uh, yeah, it's very interesting to get this news right now to hear that they're even talking about shutting the war down and coming to, um, you know, some kind of agreement to, to end that war. It's interesting, Doug, particularly because there's so much happening. Mm -hmm. We've talked about what's happening with Israel and how Benjamin Netanyahu is, is back in power mm -hmm. and what's happening with the Red Heifers and how the temple is ready to go as soon as they get uh, clearance. And so it's like all these things yeah. are developing. Absolutely. And of course, I mean, we're not even going to talk about it today, but and this, there's no prophetic implications that I'm aware of, but you know we've got people like the the leader of New Zealand stepping down with really no reason given, mm -hmm. 
and a whole lot more going on. So yeah. it's just interesting timing overall. That, that uh, passage of scripture where it talks about that one world government beast is in Revelation 13. Uh, you can go read it there for yourself. Uh, verses 1 through 2 specifically are what we've been talking about so far. And of course, you know, we have hours and hours of content available on End Time Plus on this very subject. So just go search Russia or whatever. There's going to be dozens of videos that you can watch for totally free. Again, we are banned from YouTube for a week, so you're not going to be able to see new content there. And that's, you know, one of the benefits of End Time Plus is there's no concern of censorship. There might be some streaming issues from a technology perspective sometimes. It's not going to be because they've censored our content. It's going to be because some software is messed up and somebody has to fix it. And so that normally happens very quickly and um, those problems essentially don't exist overall. So uh, check out End Time Plus to ensure that nothing is being censored from you. Blacklisted Jewish Settlers, Doug. Yeah. That's the, that's the title of the show today. This is a topic that is, it's, I think it's going to be mind-blowing for people who aren't necessarily aware of this prophecy, mm -hmm. um, but also for those of us that are reassuring and, and encouraging because these things are developing, and, and this is one of the items that was on my mind when I'm talking about. That's right. what makes this Russia thing so much more interesting. And so I do want to remind you that it helps us out a lot when you share this video, when you heart it, when you comment on it, anything like that, any interaction that you can do on these videos. When we're being censored on YouTube and different places like that, you sharing goes a long way. Your friends and family need to know about this very prophecy that we're getting ready to talk about. So stop what you're doing share the video, hit the heart icon, comment on there what you're thinking. And you can even ask a question. We often get to the people uh, asking questions in the comment section. So be sure to do that right now. Uh, it doesn't matter what time of day it is. Hit the share icon. Make sure that this message is getting out. Doug, what's this about? We, we've heard like what happened with Kanye and different people with anti-Semitism and they're just being shut down over it. Mm -hmm. But now we're talking about the U.S. Embassy banning Jews. Right. What in the world is happening? Well, I mean, the whole thing goes back to the conflict between Israel and the Palestinians. And, and that area, uh, of course, that we're talking about, uh, you know, this is the area where when the Obama administration was getting ready to go out, uh, they did not veto the vote for UN Resolution 2334. That resolution made the settlement areas uh, illegal to be occupied by Israeli citizens. And so basically it made them war criminals, Vince. And, uh, and so that passed. And, and we have, you know, a video uh, called um, First Steps to Armageddon. And that's what it covers. It talks about that uh, because that was one of the first steps that we begin to understand that this is what will lead to the Battle of Armageddon and to what so much of the Bible talks about, especially in Matthew chapter 24. And so um, it, it's just, it's really, anytime we see anything about this area in Israel, it's another one of those things that catches your eye. And so, yeah, it is. These are two very big prophetic things that are going on right now, even though this may not be as, uh, you know, alarming because we know that we're a little bit away from uh, what's going to happen there. Uh, it is still very alarming that the United States is the one that is taking uh, this step to ban Jewish settlers from now, coming into the United States. Now, we're not concerned about that because we feel like, you know, we're pretty confident that yeah. the scriptures are clear on that. Mm -hmm. um, but nonetheless, bringing it up, like 
this being a story where they specifically say the Jewish reg residents of Judea and Samaria, mm -hmm. which is where Jesus is saying, if you're in, in that area and this starts happening, you need to flee. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting because these things are getting ready to start happening. Mm -hmm. and, and these things are developing for that to occur. Yeah. And these areas are in your headlines today. Now, it does say that it's going to be people who are in violent confrontations with Palestinians. So if you're in that area and you have violent confrontations, that's what would get you blacklisted. But look at the first word in that sentence. You're going to have to be suspected of it. Not necessarily that you've been charged or arrested yes, for it. allegedly involved. Yeah, so yes. anybody could say they were hurling rocks at us and saying insults toward us, and that could be considered a violent act. Sure. Even though it's not proven, if these people were on that list, they could be blacklisted, which is a lot like what's happening here in the United States with social media and shutting people down, uh, you know, because you're being accused of something. Uh, and so, I mean, it, it's, it's very strange that it says that, that it says the suspected part of that. That's when, whenever I saw that, I'm like, well, this is, this is not a good thing because it goes on to say that, uh, you know, they're going to be reported as violent. Well, I don't know if you've heard about this, you probably have, but have you, have you heard about some people who are on social media here in the United States uh, have said things that go against, um, you know, maybe what the uh, what they want you to believe is the majority hmm. on things, and and someone well, will, we're currently banned from YouTube because exactly. of this very thing. <laughs> but but think about it, because there's there's a thing, there's a situation going on where people are calling the police and saying that they saw this neighbor out with a gun and giving addresses of these people who have social media programs, or even some reporters have had this happen to them, mm -hmm. uh, where they've been reported as, as being outside waving a gun around violently and the SWAT team shows up. It's called being swatted is yeah. what they call it. And, uh, and that has been happening. This is the same type of situation. It's just happening in Israel. These people yeah. can just be reported as being violent and now they're on a list where they can't travel into the United States. So Why are they picking these specific areas, Doug? Do you know that? Well, I mean, I, I don't know specifically because of the article. The article didn't say, but because this area, what we know about this area, Judea is that hot spot. It's that settlement area. It's the place where the UN has said... Jews are considered settlers if they live there. Yeah, absolutely. And this, so this property was taken during the 1967 war. The Jordanians were pushed back. The Palestinians have moved into this area. The Jewish people that go there now, they do it as a sign of this is our land. And that's why they do it. Uh, but the UN has said it's not their land and that they are illegally possessing that land, kind of like they did with Gaza. Very interesting, Doug. After the break, we're going to be talking about digital diagnosis codes that medical professionals are giving those of you who didn't get the clot shot. So you don't want to go anywhere because you need to hear about this. We'll be right back. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. 
call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines, 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463 is the number to call. We'd love to hear from you. So far, we've talked about the uh, biopharmaceutical complex and whether Putin is going to be stepping down or not. It appears that he is. And America blacklisting Jews. And we gave you specific details about what's happening there and how it relates to Bible prophecy. But now... Doug, medical professionals are giving digital diagnosis codes, mm -hmm. which to me that feels pretty normal, like coding things, and they, they've been doing that for years. But specifically, there's a code for people who um, didn't get what I'm calling now the clot shot. <laughs> so I, I like that term. I like. Do that you term. think AI is smart enough to know what I'm saying? Probably so. Probably, probably so. so. You know, I I refer to it as the Fauci ouchie, and they probably know that. Well, too, Fauci, so. you're just saying that automatically gets that's true. Somebody, uh, yeah, you know, kind of jerk. You know, their their eyes starts tweaking a bit, but yeah. Nonetheless, um, what's this about? Yeah. So this this article is very extensive, and I mean it's it's a huge article. I had to cut a lot of it out just to get it to where we could talk about it today. But I read the whole thing, and so really what this is this uh, it's the International Classification of Disease, the ICD code, and and actually what it is it's like electronic data that they collect, and they've been doing it. Uh, this article says they've been doing it since World War II, Vince. And mm -hmm. so uh, it's been going on for quite a while, but now it's kind of changed. Some things have changed about it. And those changes are what really caught my attention and, and what that's about. So I don't know if we want to read a lot of this or if we just want to kind of hit the high points here because it's a very interesting article, and I really do encourage everybody to go and read the article because it's a it's a good article and it's got a lot of good information in there but it goes back to what we've been talking about for a long time and what's really behind this well how about this how about i start reading and you interrupt me as frequently as you want let's and, do that 
Of course, we know that people will have questions about some things, so they can call in and we can get to calls as well. Absolutely. Um, I know there's some questions in the comments right now about the red heifer and such, and so uh, we'll get to some of that here in a little bit, but the number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. So this article, it's on the Gateway Pundit, mm -hmm. and it is a special report about medical profession Im implements uh, WHO digital, so this is from the World Health Organization. Right. That's important to know. Yes. Um, but he, he, Leo is the, Leo um, Homan is the guy that wrote this article, and he says a set of international codes are used, okay, I gotta stop right there already. <laughs> International codes. Yes. So this is not U.S. specific. Right. Internationally used codes. Okay. Yeah. Are used by the medical industry for billing purposes under Medicare and Medicaid and the private insurance companies, but it's not just about billing. It never is. Right. Uh, these codes are part of the international classification of disease. Now, they call it ICD, probably so... Uh, you don't know what some of that stuff means, but nonetheless, <laughs> yeah, right. ICD system is set forth by the United Nations World Health Organization, and they're about to get far more invasive, which doesn't seem possible, but right. we will see. This system was originally created after World War II for the purpose of tracking the diagnosis of major diseases within a population, but over the years, there have been 11 major revisions and with each revision, the data being collected on each individual has become more precise and all-inclusive, and it's also become more coercive to the point where it's become impossible for doctors to get reimbursed by insurance companies if they don't upload all the requested data points. Yeah, so there's something to think about because we all the time talk about follow the money. And so a lot of this is they're being forced to do this if they want to get paid for the service that they provided, they have to make sure that they put this information in a computer data bank. Well, what's going to happen is doctors are going to say, we aren't taking insurance anymore. Yeah, it could happen. Because we can't deal with all, you know, we don't get paid for 120 days or whatever the case. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, that's not going to happen everywhere, but there are some doctors that I'm aware of that are already saying we're not taking insurance. We don't want to mess with all that. Yeah. There's a lot of regulations there, and so... This would be a good time to talk about a health share thing that's developing amongst us here, Doug. But we're what? not ready. Go to, ahead. We're not ready to talk about okay, it yet. Okay, I didn't think we were. Stay tuned if you want to know more about that in the next. I could have uh, used that today. Yeah, me too. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, we will have something to say about that. But right now, I cannot. Um, anyway, this article goes on to say the ICD, which remember is International Classification of Disease. Uh, the ICD system really grew into an electronic data mining beast with the passage by the U.S. Congress mm -hmm. of none other than the savior of the world, <laughs> Obamacare. Yeah. Uh, in 2012, the digitization of healthcare records was fully implemented with the upgrade to ICD-10 after two congressional delays in 2016. Since then, there, was, there has literally been a numeric code created for almost any diagnosis you can think of and some of you would never think of. Uh, so, Doug, please don't tell me this is like ICD-666. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. Okay. But, but they do call it an electronic data mining beast, yes. which was eye-catching eye for me. 
that the article actually talks about this and, and numbering codes and calls it a beast. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. Now you're saying that because of the word beast. Yeah, because the word beast is in there. Yes. And, you know, because this is, well, let's just keep talking about it because <laughs> as we get in there, you'll see why uh, those words are, are kind of strange being in this article. Well, you, you can actually search on, on whatever search engine, uh, crazy ICD-10 codes, mm -hmm. crazy-10 codes, and you will see uh, kind of how crazy things can be in Absolutely. this regard. The system appears to be the way the military industrial biomedical complex will identify and separate those out, separate out those who have submitted to their digital identification system, which starts with being up to date on your shots mm -hmm. that are never ending, of right. course. As the late Dr. Zev Zelenko and others have said, these continuous boosters will become a gateway to transhumanism. Yeah, how about that? Now, we've talked about this on previous shows, we've talked about the fact that Yuval Noah Harari has actually made comments like that about, uh, we'll look back at the COVID epidemic and see where surveillance started under the skin. And they've, all, they've also talked about being able to be hooked up to a computer in a transhuman-like way to uh, you know, become more than, than a human being, to become uh, smarter and uh, more able to do things because of these drugs and these things that they can hook you up with uh, electronics like that. So I know it sounds futuristic and we talked about it before, but it sounds like maybe some things are being done now. It's very strange that we maybe. keep hearing about this. Well, this stuff has started all the way back at World War II. Right. It? This is not a something that someone came up with last month. Right. This has been in the works, and we kind of have a lesson called Master Plan of the Dragon, which is on End Time Plus. Mm -hmm. So you should go check that out. It's very, very interesting. <laughs> uh, this article goes on to say, the powers that be at the UN and World Economic Forum mm -hmm. meeting today, right now, right. have a need to know when it comes to those who reject this demonic tra transitioning of the human race, which the transhumanists refer to as an upgrade to humanity 2.0. Yeah. So uh, that kind of stuff is where it really gets your attention because now we're talking about world government having all this information. We're talking about the World Economic Forum being part of this. And so it, it's all very interesting. As a matter of fact, Vince, I wish that I would have had time today to get the clip of, um, that I had before this where Tony Blair was talking at the WEF and he was talking about needing to have a system like this set up, a, a data system, a digital data system, where you could track all this different information about um, the pandemics and the vaccines and things like that. It's very interesting that they're having those kind of conversations at the World Economic Forum. Uh, but it's, this is also interesting because we have an interview that was done yesterday by... Before we say that, Doug, yeah, okay. I just want to. <laughs> I was, I was, well, we're going to go to a clip, to and I didn't yeah. want to. I, I, I did want to say to me, yeah, this is particularly interesting because this code just went live in this doctor's state, January twelfth. The code that we're talking about, this digital diagnosis code, just yeah. went live. So this is not even fully implemented. Yeah, it's it's coming out now. Right, just a few days ago. But yeah, this clip. What were you going to say about that? Sorry. Well, yesterday there was. Uh, an interview on America First News 
with Dr. Peter uh, McCullough, who is a local uh, doctor here in Dallas. And he globally has, known at this point. Globally known, yeah, because of his stance on uh, COVID and the vaccine and things yeah. like that. And so it's interesting because a while ago we read this military industrial biomedical complex is what the article calls this. Well, he calls it in this interview a biopharmaceutical complex. Yes. And so it's, it's interesting to hear his take on this. Well, he was on Rogan, and what I'm told is that his episode with Joe Rogan is the most watched Joe Rogan episode of all time. Hmm. And so that would, I mean, Joe Rogan's like the top podcast. So yeah. uh, he's certainly um, been um, on the front lines of shining light on some things. Yeah, absolutely. We're not going to, it was almost a one hour interview. We're not going to play the whole thing. If you want to watch the whole thing, you can go to AmericaFirstNews.com. But we've got a clip of it that we think people should see. Absolutely. In our book, we describe the biopharmaceutical complex, similar to the military industrial complex that Eisenhower warned us about. The biopharmaceutical complex is the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, the Wellcome Trust, the um, Rockefeller Foundation, and Gavi, and CEPI, which was formed by Gates Foundation and the World Economic Forum, uh, the uh, Unitaid, all the regulatory agencies, the TGA, the MHRA, the FDA, CDC, NIH. Now we find out that the biopharmaceutical complex includes the intelligence community. You know, the Twitter file drops as the FBI was in there. So wait a minute, this is a giant operation and they appear to have had these aspirations to promote as much fear, suffering, hospitalization and death as possible in order to promote mass vaccination, which looks like every six months without any regard to what vaccine is taken with no end in sight. See, which from the doctor's perspective, you're focused on the mass vaccinations and what they're promoting. I actually look at it from my perspective as the fear and the weaponization of fear and this pandemic to control us in so many other ways that this was an experiment to see what they could do with society and how far could they push us to get us to comply. And boy, I saw Americans roll over with asking no questions whatsoever. In our book. Mm. That was a good interview, Doug. The whole, the whole thing was pretty good. You yeah. can watch it on AmericaFirstNews.com. Well, we're coming up against a break, so I guess I should remind everyone we have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Also, don't forget to share, comment, do all the things in the comment section. We will be able to respond to your comments as best as possible in the next segment and get to the calls. Doug, before that break is coming, what else, how do you want to leave folks with this article specifically? Uh, well, I just, my concerns are where this can lead to. We may get a chance to talk about that after the break in between calls. Uh, if not, we'll, we'll talk about it before we sure. go off the air today. All right, well, we will be right back after this break. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. 
Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Don't forget to make plans if you're in the Houston, Texas area. Come on out. We're having a conference this weekend. Dave and Jana will be there in Houston. You can learn more about the venue and the specific details around the conference. It's two days, so uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning, so make plans to attend that. Endtime.com slash events or we're happy to help you over the phone at 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463. Doug, we've covered a lot of things today. We've covered about the biopharmaceutical complex. Is Putin going to step down in Russia? Is America blacklisting Jews? And then we got into the digital diagnosis codes for, got to say it one more time, the clot shot. Mm -hmm. And um, who knows what else we'll cover because, you know, once we start taking calls, the paths can go uh, all sorts of way. But there is a question on uh, Facebook, Doug. Um, one of the viewers there was wanting to know what the update is on the red heifer. Since we mentioned it as part of this uh, Russia thing and how all these things are developing that, that's going to lead to a one world government, I thought it would be important to provide an update if there is one. Uh, Vince, the only thing that I know about it is they are still monitoring these uh, these calves to see if they stay kosher, which means that they don't have any white hairs show up. Uh, I haven't heard anything negative about it. I've only heard positive things about it. Uh, I think that if you look on certain sites like uh, the Temple, uh, not the Temple Mount Institute, the other one, the I can't Temple remember. Institute. The Temple Institute, yeah. They have a section that's just for the red heifer and you can actually go there and click a tab and I think they give you updates on that page so uh, you can check that out and see if you can find that. If so, something happens we will be talking about it. I guess yeah. we can just guarantee that. Um, but as far as them being eligible, um, th as far as we know they're eligible today except mm -hmm. for their age. Right. And so it won't be until the end of this year, maybe early next year before they officially become eligible. So right. they have time to develop some Im impurities. Yeah. But today, they're still eligible And the thing is, to too, there, there are other calves that aren't in Israel that That's are being right. observed here in Texas that could also be sent over. So even if the ones that were sent to Israel don't work out, there's a backup plan. So we'll just have to see. I Absolutely. Mean, those rabbis may be out there with spray paint can. Uh -oh. <laughs> you never oh, rabbi. Know. I thought you said ribeyes. No, no. Rabbis. Hey, ribeyes too. <laughs> All Sorry, right. Don't get me started on that. All right. We have open lines at 877-ENTIME, 877-363-8463. Sherry is watching in New York. Sherry, welcome to the End Time Show. Well, hello there. Hi. I just wanted to thank you guys. I try to tune in about every day to listen to your show. And I appreciate you two guys. Um, you're very informative. And I can ask my question and then get off the line and let you answer. 
Well, Sherry, I'll tell you that you're the least talkative New York viewer that calls in. <laughs> well, we, we live in the country. In fact, I can look out and see cows. Uh, I, I, that's a jab at uh, Joe from New York. So <laughs> we appreciate your call. It sounds like a very nice place, seeing cows in the backyard. Right. Yep. We love our country. Mm. Um, my question is, well, I'm, I'm one of the health care workers, and I've been out of work because I, I don't take the jab. I don't believe in that stuff and won't. And um, anyway, um, I do a lot of my own research, and I've been, um, well, I just watched the healthimpactnews.com, and the subject was um, embalmer. They had an embalmer um, that was telling his tale. It was, it was an excellent 45-minute uh, clip um, saying that 85% of dead bodies now have st these strange blood clots mm -hmm. since the COVID vaccine rolled out. Are you talking about the Died Suddenly documentary or something else? Um, well, if you go into healthimpactnews.com, and then I just kept typing okay. embalmer, 85% of, and I think it fills in. Okay. Um, and there's a write-up, and also you can, I highly recommend watching the, um, the video. It's about 45 minutes. Yeah. And, you know, my wheels were turning after I watched that because um, they were saying, you know, they were showing all these strange clots that they're pulling out of people, and yeah. it seems to be usually the vaccinated people. Um, that my wheels started turning. I'm thinking, wow, it sounds like a lot of people are going to get wiped out after this. So I'm wondering if a third of the population, it could be this instead of war. <laughs> but I think there's, there's things in the Bible that say different. Yeah. Yeah, there actually are. And, and Sherry, we get that question a lot because of this situation that we're seeing right now but the bible actually tells us that the third of mankind are killed by the fire the smoke and the brimstone so those are war implements and it also talks about the army is a 200 million man army and the uh these weapons come out of the mouth of their horses which you got to think about what john was seeing john didn't know what tanks were and uh, war machines like we have today, they rode horses, the soldiers rode horses and things like that. So he says that the fire, the smoke, and the brimstone were issued out of the mouth of their horses. And so it, it lets you know that these are like war machines and, and that one-third of mankind is going to be killed in that war. And that's another reason why we believe it'll be a nuclear war because it'll kill so many people. Uh, now, having said that, yes, this it, it does appear like there are a lot of people that are suffering and dying. You go back and watch that video that we talked about before that was on America, uh, America First News yesterday. Uh, they talked about that specifically as well. And so there, there's a lot more evidence coming out and a lot more information coming out now. And of course... This is there. There's two sides of this. So there's people that say that those things aren't true and, and that they're not believing uh, the reports and that people uh, of a young age die of heart attacks all the time and things like that. So it's, it's really just on where you research and what you're looking for uh, to what you're going to find. But there is some great information out there. And uh, what is the medical page? SARS, is that the name of it, where you can go and look up the... I can't remember the name of it. I do not know. It, they talk about it on that video. I can't remember either, but there is an actual medical page 
where they put updates on things like that. Uh, VARES, VARES, that's okay. it. V- oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I was, SARS is the, the medical condition and yeah, so VARES. But yes, ma'am, that's, that's your answer is that the one third is actually killed in a war. In and a war, I thought so, but you know, after after watching that video, I said, "Wow, it sounds like you know, there's a lot because there, there a lot of people were vaccinated." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they showed they sh- told some of the statistics. It was an excellent show. I don't know if you've watched it yet, but it's it's a great one. And the people that are speaking are highly um, natural news. Mike Adams and then Sherry Tepany. She's got a small clip on there. Um, so I highly recommend it. if you haven't watched it, watch it. And for anybody out there, it's kind of a little spooky, but there is hope, I think, for some people that did get it. Um, there's many supplements out there, too, that can help with it. And um, as we know, God is our best helper. Amen. <laughs> my, my, <That's> right. my. <laughs> Thank you for your call, Sherry. We appreciate it very much. Doug, I think that Sherry's talking about died suddenly. Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but it sounds a lot like that. You, you and I have both watched that. Mm-hmm. Um, very interesting. You know, I haven't told you this yet. I'm about to tell you something live on the air okay. for the very first time. Um, <laughs> really? We have a friend, and you may not think of who this person is in the moment, but we have a friend who is an embalmer or a former embalmer, um, and he was a director of a funeral home. And I asked him if he if he has seen died suddenly. He's no longer a funeral home director, mm-hmm. and uh, he said that he had watched it, and that he has seen those same clots or very similar clots that um, that are from died suddenly. And he said, interestingly enough, he saw like a lot of that, and I think he said the seventies or eighties, hmm. and then it went totally away. And then it did pick back up recently. So um, interesting. I know if, who you're talking about. Yes, you do. Okay, yeah. good. So he he confirmed as someone I personally know and have known for almost two decades. Right. I trust him. You know, not that I don't trust this documentary at all, but right. since I know him personally, mm. uh, it's interesting that he brought up that those clots were present in bodies um, many years ago, yeah. and that they picked back up within the last few years as the documentary describes. So, uh, interesting stuff there. Yeah. Um, this, this article, Doug, about the uh, biopharmaceutical complex, before we go forward with any other calls, I, I mentioned Joe and Sherry had called, and he's now called in to defend himself, I would bet. <laughs> but uh, we do we need to cover anything in this article before we move forward? Yeah, let me just say this, because this is important that people understand this, and maybe you'll want to go back and read this article. So they've added numbers to this that are COVID-specific. Okay. And they're COVID-specific with which uh, boosters you've had. And the most important one is if you have refused to have the vaccine. Uh, So very interesting. This doctor says that one of the things that he has a patient that has schizophrenia and they're afraid of any kind of vaccine or anything like this, and so the reporter reporting the story asked uh, if this was possible that someone could be diagnosed as mentally ill for rejecting the vaccine. And that's one of the things that caught my attention because they talked about being able to lose rights because of that. If a doctor said, well, if you're paranoid about this vaccine, 
then you have a mental illness. Well, if you have a mental illness, you can lose your rights in this country. You can lose rights to possess a firearm or to buy a firearm or to hunt with a firearm, anything like or that. Live if, on your own. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that could happen. They could put you in a facility. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's where it gets scary because it becomes a control mechanism, Vince, and that's what worries me. And the article goes on to mention the World uh, Economic Forum's push for these smart cities because mm -hmm. of how they're monitoring everything digitally. And in uh, Europe right now, they have what they call 15-minute cities, where if you're outside your 15-minute range in a vehicle, you can be fined uh, for being uh, emitting gases uh, into the air from your vehicle that you shouldn't be uh, 15 minutes away from your home. So they're they're even pushing that's it a little active bit further. Now. Yeah, that's something that they're they're getting ready. It says the U.S. and the EU are trying their hardest to turn this authority over to the WHO that would be able to monitor these cities and shut you down if you were doing something hmm. that was causing problems for. Um, what about the smart cities in the U.S.? Because there are a few of them. Right here. now, that's not implemented here in the U.S., but they are beginning to implement it in European countries. Okay. And that's one of the things they're talking about this week in Davos mm. at, at the World Economic Forum. You know, I, I, had, I got to have a private conversation yesterday with Dr. Peter McCullough, and I asked him about what was behind all this because he's saying Fauci is not the mastermind. He's a puppet in this. He's yeah. the fall guy. Right. And... Um, I don't know if he's talked about this online anywhere, but he did say he believes the mastermind behind all this is uh, those folks over there meeting in Davos. Mm. So we got to talk about that for a little while. It was quite interesting. So well, Remember Klaus Schwab wrote the book, yeah. COVID-19 and the Great Reset. Yeah. So. Well, we're out of time, Doug. So Joe, so sorry. We're not going to be able to get to your call. Uh, today, Donald as well. Is that Donald Trump from Florida or just some other Donald? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. Tomorrow <laughs> we're going to be on as well. And so it's open line. And uh, Joe and Donald, we're so sorry we can't get to your calls. Uh, call us tomorrow. We'll put you guys at the top of the list. We start at 3 p.m. Central Time every weekday, as you know. Don't forget to go to watch.endtime.com or endtime.com for thousands of hours of free content that's available just for you. Thanks to our wonderful partners. We'll see you here again tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time.